Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am 12 Kyle. And as you can see, my man Eclectic is back in the building with me. On this episode, what we're going to talk about is some of the greatest hip hop tours ever. We've got the lineups. We'll break those down. We'll talk about the artists involved and really just a little bit of everything. Now, this episode was so nice that we had to do it twice. So this is part one of a two-part episode. So after the break, what you will hear is Greatest Hip Hop Tours, part one with 12 Kyle and Eclectic on the 12 Kyle podcast. Let's get it. Is that iced tea? Nope, it's lemonade. Is that iced tea? Lemonade. I see. It's with these people, man. Lemonade. Read the sign. Lemonade. Read it. Okay. Delicious. Iced tea at a lemonade stand? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much money Marin saved by switching to Geico. It's lemonade, man. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome back. You see what it is. It's the 12 Kyle podcast. And I've got eclectic in the building. E, what up, man? What's up? What's up, world? I'm here. I'm 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 live in the studio, ready to talk hip hop. I'm with the one two checker. Nothing else. Nothing else matters right now. How's how's life? <laughs> oh man, all is well, man. I mean, hey, what could be better, man? We're here and we're talking hip hop. You can't ask for much more. And and you know, we we give the people what they want. So, um, I wanted to get you on, man, because you and I we go way back. But we also go back to an era of tours. And what I mean by that is like there was a time when certain hip hop acts would get together and tour around the country and around the nation. Um, my first memory wasn't of, of a tour, actually even wasn't a hip hop tour because e, you and I are old enough to remember when... <laughs> Promoters were scared to book hip hop tours because they thought something violent would happen or people would get beat up and somebody get shot or something like that. <laughs> My first memories go back to the Budweiser Superfest tour. Yeah. And on that tour, it was acts like Gladys Knight and the Pips, the Commodores. Um, I'm trying to think, was James? I don't think James Brown was ever on it. Confunction. Uh, Frankie, Beverly, and Mays, groups well, they, like that. They had a whole bunch of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had, I think they started in like 83, 82, 83, mm -hmm. where you had, I mean, Lakeside and, and the, the the OJ Confunction, Entomy. Gap Band. Oh, man. Yeah, I think the um, I think the first Budweiser Superfest was 82. Wow. And I think they went on through the 90s. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, as soon as '99 hit, nobody gives. <laughs> so, what we're gonna do? We're gonna talk about some. Of, I, I wrote down a list of uh, what has been called. Now, the, now these aren't ones that I personally picked or E personally picked, but just some of the the. I've got ten here that have been called some of the greatest, and they're not in any particular order. Some of the greatest hip hop tours ever. Um. But before we get started, E, I got to ask you, were you ever able to go see a hip hop tour 
particularly when you were young. I, and I, I'm not talking necessarily like, you know, once you were old enough to know no. your, your, yourself, but like when you were younger, were you able to go to a hip hop tour? No, I, I was not. I would just hear about them. Mm-hmm. I would read about them. I would, I would, I would, which, and, and the cool but sad thing about, <laughs> about this is, um, everyone listen, let me, let me, let me take you back a little bit because when you hear us talk about things that happened back in the day and, 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 and things like this of tours and, and hip hop, it's something that, um, the current generation, the generation before that and the generation before that, <laughs> <laughs> don't won't really understand and and this is this is what i'm trying to say these tours were the first and only time you would actually be able to see these mcs or groups mm-hmm. period not just mm-hmm. see them perform see them period because you know depending on i don't know which tours that he has but depending on the tours, th- this was pre-video. They right. didn't have music videos, or only Run DMC had a music video, and the other people you would never see. You, you, like literally though, because back in the early '80s, even on the album covers, a lot of the MCs' faces weren't on it. You had no mm-hmm. idea what they when when. Roxanne's Revenge came out when Shantae rhymed. No one knew what she looked like unless you knew her. <laughs> you just knew the voice. And the video came out a little bit later, but no one knew. No, no one knew what. Uh, well, you knew what the Fat Boys looked like because they had a video, but you had to wait for the video. Mm-hmm. But these tours, nice. you could see people, and and the other thing is there was no. You know, the social media thing didn't exist and it was YouTube wasn't a thing. So it wasn't like, oh, it's them. I don't know what they look like. Let me go on YouTube and look at them. <laughs> that that wasn't a thing. And mm-hmm. you could you could call in later on. You could call into the box and request a video. Mm-hmm. But if you had the box, if you had the box and also if they had a video. Because <laughs> so, they might not have a video. Anyway, put, to put it in perspective, there is not, and this is going to be a future episode of mm-hmm. uh, one of our podcasts that we're going to talk about. There is no video for Lottie Dottie or the show. So Crazy when you think about it, when you hear that song, you're like, "Oh, I, I need to see them." You, you 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 cannot <laughs> we didn't see we didn't see what dougie fresh and slick rick looked like mm-hmm. until until they got a solo till they had solo deals right um and 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 people still don't know which one is chill will and barry b but anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry to take over, but no, I no, no, no. The, put the stuff in perspective. That was perfect because it it lays the groundwork for what we're about to talk about. Because one of the great things about this podcast is that even though you and I have a lot of experience as far as like our memories and everything and how much we we love hip hop, much like you, I didn't get a chance to go to a tour. Yeah. So 
it wasn't until I became an adult, you know, or a young adult where I actually got a chance to go go check out a tour of the, the aforementioned uh, Budweiser Superfest. I wanted to go, but my mom went and left my ass at home. <laughs> so I, mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to my see Confunction. My devil. <laughs> and they, they come back with the um little beer koozies. Yeah. The, <laughs> the little All kind of joint. souvenirs and stuff. And yeah, I'm like, T-shirts. Man, yeah, you flaunt it. Oh, Patty LaBelle tore it down. Okay. I would have liked to have seen Patty. Yeah. <laughs> so what I did was, like I said, I got a couple of tours down here. We're going to talk about them. We're going to give you guys our perspective of what we thought that tour could have been like and maybe who rocked it or whatever like that. Um, so the first one that I have written down, again, these are in no particular order. It's in no particular order. Also, please educate everyone that's listening that I am in the dark here. Yes, he's clearly in the dark because I just text him today and say, hey, you want to record tonight? He's like, yeah. And so here we are. He doesn't know. He's learning on the fly as you are. Um, 1988. Mm, oh, you skipping a whole bunch of shit. Go ahead. Yeah. Greatest year in hip hop. The Salt and Pepper Tour. Now, let me tell you who's on that tour, E. Mm. Heavy D and the Boys. Mm-hmm. DC's own EU Google mm-hmm. band for those of you who don't know Johnny Kemp Full Force Kid and Play Rob Bass and your man's Keith Sweat How do you think that tour was? Hmm. See I would love to know who opened and who closed Take a guess I, and, I, and I'm going to tell you to take a guess because, well, you know what? Tell me who you think should have opened because, unfortunately, I don't have any information about. I was going to say, do you know? No, I, I wish I did, man. The, the stuff that I looked up, I don't have any information that says who opened and who closed. I'm assuming that because it's called the Salt and Pepper Tour, that Salt and Pepper was the closer. But oh yeah, they had not. they had, they had, <laughs> they had to close. Yeah. Um. So. Well, I'm thinking, hmm. So we got Keith Sweat, Heavy D and the Boys, EU, Johnny Kemp, Full Force, Kid and Play, and Rob Bass. Johnny Kemp definitely opened. (laughs) Yes. No slide on him, but he only had one song. Rest in peace. He only had one song. A jam, though. A jam. No, no. And and what I'm saying is not only did he only have one song, but that's definitely going to get the party started. Mm, Facts. So... So you you had that. Um then actually I would take it back. EU. No, 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 no. It was Johnny Kemp. And then because they didn't they didn't want to do EU, they had to bring EU as the cool down mm-hmm. for some pepper come on so they could do it's your thing, shake your thing. Okay. So that's a good point. So Okay, so then I'm, I'm working backwards. Mm-hmm. Some pepper the headliner. If you head- came, came out right with them, mm-hmm. they didn't. They didn't have their own set. No, no, not a not a go go band. Not in '88 having their own set at a hip hop concert. I maybe in DC or the DMV. Outside of that, probably not. Yeah. So. So. So working backwards. Now mm-hmm. the only thing though, you gotta understand is also very important. Mm-hmm. They didn't probably didn't have their own set, but what they did 
and this I'm 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 just guessing here. This is mm -hmm. what they did. Salt and Pepper came out, did a couple of songs, went into Shake Your Thing, brought out EU, mm -hmm. right? And then Salt and Pepper had to take, you know, take a little break, change, change it to they push it outfits. Mm. <laughs> and while they had a break, EU did the butt. Ah, okay, okay, so, I feel it. I feel you see it. what I'm saying? Then mm -hmm. after the butt went off, they said thank you, everybody left. Salt and Pepper came back. Mm -hmm. All right, makes sense. So, Salt and Pepper's a headliner. Before then, it was Keith Sweat because Keith Sweat stopped billing. Right. So, and then they and then they mix. They go R and B. They go hip hop. So then, before then, who I got left? A heavy uh, D and the boys. Heavy, heavy D. You got Johnny. Well, we said Johnny. You Johnny got Heavy D. You got Full Force, Kid and Play, and Rob Bass. Okay. Rob Bass came after Johnny Kim because he too, technically, not really, <laughs> only had one song, right. but he also could give you hit you with joy and pain. Yes. So. So then you had have no. Then you had Heavy D and the Boys. Okay. Kind of put them in the middle a little, little bit. Or do you do you go no, Heavy no, D no. and the Boys or do you go full force? You go full force. You go mm. full force. Then you go Heavy D and the Boys. Mm. And then... Kid and Play. No. You or go, you put Kid and Play in front of Heavy D and the Boys. No, no, no. So you so you got Keith Sweat, but Kid and Play is much like EU where they didn't have a full set. Okay. So they coming out, they're going to give you, they're going to give you um, part of my, they're going to give you a medley. They're going to give you part of my way. They're going to give you part of getting funky. And then they're going to kill you with um, uh, rolling with kid and play. Mm. And then, and then they out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Because yes, they're also going to, they're also going to do, they're going to be dancing with salt and pepper. Mm -hmm. That's what happened on that tour. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I, I like the way you. I like, and again, folks, remember he doesn't know any, and it's not to trick him. He doesn't know what it is. So we're just. I'm just going down this list of you know tours that I wrote down. But that 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 would have been a especially in 1988. Yeah. That would have been an incredible tour to see. Um, and you know you probably could to to your point you probably could mix them up if you wanted to put you know heavy d before uh keith sweat maybe you know may, may, you know I, I don't know but it, it's See, the thing is if if, if it's 1988 mm -hmm. that should be the keith sweat show well you know what you're right because big time by uh heavy d and the boys came out with 89 yeah so okay so 88 so so heavy d so at this point they probably got mr big stuff and maybe a b-side um, it's the big stuff. Um, Overway lovers in the house. Um, uh, money under Mount Vernon. Okay, okay. and, so and got, the, you got a couple of joints. And to slow it down for the ladies, don't you know? Don't you know? Right. Okay. Okay. So that that was a great tour for 1988. Again, you got anybody listening knows that we refer to 1988 as it should be as the greatest year in, in hip hop. Listen, um, go back and listen to the 1988 show. Listen mm -hmm. to the 1988. Um, hip hop award show, you'll 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 you'll, yeah. um, you'll agree. You'll agree, yeah. And there will be a 1988 R and B show. Mm. 
because I was just looking at that the other day and like it's great like you almost forget everything 1988 in my opinion is great it's the greatest year period it's the greatest musical year period I think it's just the greatest year you know I, I at this point just off the top I can't disagree um another tour now this tour didn't feature as many acts uh 1990 to 91 okay hammer don't hurt them tour this uh, tour featured don't you mean please <laughs> this tour featured mc hammer in vogue and vanilla ice now just to give you guys a little bit of background i know you guys some of you probably some of you youngsters are probably thinking oh man what is hammer doing 15 backup dancers 12 singers seven musicians two djs eight security men three valets and a private boeing 727 plane and that's that, how hammer and that is how kyle goes to work now <laughs> now now let's talk about hammer what the hammer have? minus eight security men um yeah it, honestly nobody ever saw a tour like this with that many people on stage and i mean I, I i i guess it's safe to say the lineup went vanilla ice then invoke then hammer absolutely um, not absolutely absolutely, you know, absolutely so? not invoke 100 open that show you would you would open up with invoke and not vanilla ice vanilla ice got more records and fans than invoke there's no way invoke did not no. open that show Amen. because because think about this think about this the type of music that Hammer made and mm -hmm. Vanilla Ice made, what type of crowd is in that arena? Mm, okay. Then those are not in Vogue fans. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> so, okay. okay, okay. The people that want to hear Point take. Can't Touch This and Ice Ice Baby ice <laughs> are not listening to <laughs> Don't Go and giving them something he can feel. <laughs> So they gonna get them. They gonna get them out of the way because because so the people gonna pay, and they the people that really really mess with in Vogue and be like oh shit in Vogue and then it and then Vanilla Ice gonna come out. I guess we can go real right. <laughs> we good. <laughs> or they would use that as the the bathroom break, the concession break. Right, right, right. Good point. And so Good then point. they can go then they can see Hammer dance and sweat it up. Mm -hmm. They want a hundred percent. And and then and then the people that that love Hammer and want to listen to Vanilla Ice, they know they can show up late. <laughs> right, uh, and right. folks 100% open up that show you know what folks that's why I have him on here I, I stand corrected he, he's right I'm wrong it, you're right absolutely in vogue got on there and as fine as they oh my gosh how fine they were in 1991 come on <laughs> I would have been there in the front row and, Damn right. Um, it, it does say here that that particular tour grossed 26.3 million from 138 shows. Mm -hmm. They were a lot of shows. Um, and guess but, what? Mm -hmm. They would have grossed that same amount if Envo wasn't on that show. <laughs> 1000%. And I love Envo, and they're, that's the only people on the bill that I want to see. But right. I'm being realistic here. Come on, now, you know you, you know you'd have been there for Hammer. They could have had 
uh, Emmanuel Lewis and Gary Coleman on stage <laughs> playing Nintendo before Vanilla Ice oh, and Hammer came out and would have grossed the same amount of money. Oh my gosh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, that they in vogue they while they brought fans, it, yeah, that tour probably would have sold the same. Um, all right, next. <laughs> oh Lord. Next tour that I have on here, I'm sure in 1999, my friend Eclectic would All not right. have gone I'm to out. see this. <laughs> I'm this out. was the Miss Education Tour. Oh, Jesus. And surprisingly, this tour started on time. Uh, this tour consisted of Miss Lauren Hill featuring the boys from Outcast. So it didn't say how much it sold, but obviously at this particular time in 1999 when it was just out just yeah now? just those two just those two that was it so i'm guessing lauren did you know her fuji set she did you know the miseducation of lauren hill album at that particular time outcast is what three albums in i think um so they've got their discography there to go with it personally i would have gone to see this concert i don't know i want to say oh i know why i didn't go this concert was in 99, and, and if I'm not mistaken, it came to Atlanta the summer of 99, and we were pregnant with our first son, so I didn't go. Um, and I'm sure he clicked it, wouldn't have. Would you have gone? If, okay, if you got a dope, dope, fine-ass chick to take you, would you have gone to the show? Not even if I could sit on stage. <laughs> Imagine him sitting on stage while Lauren Hill's performing. With the um, screw face. <laughs> so that was a, a great tour. It doesn't say how much this tour grossed, but it was a huge tour. Um, oh, the next tour that we have here. Um, 1997 to 1998. That was the No Way Out tour. The people on this tour Sean, Puff Daddy Combs, we're going to call him Puff, Lil' Kim, Mace, Buster Rhymes, Foxy Brown, 112, The Locks, Usher, Kid Capri, Lil' C's, and Jay-Z. This one grossed 16 million. Didn't say how many shows they did, but they grossed 16 million. So, would you have gone to see this show and then if you had you have the lineup who do you think opens up and how do you how would you set this lineup if, if it were you um and i can give it to you again if you need to around this time maybe <laughs> maybe maybe i would have went to shot um uh to pull the curtain back full disclosure i don't like concerts i don't yeah. like shows I, because they, because people like you want to get up and dance. I don't dance, and then start singing the song. I don't sing the song. I just want to. I don't want to watch. I, I watch, but I don't like the atmosphere. I don't. And then if if you don't get the right seats, it's, you're not. You're watching the screen. I I don't like it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Now, back then, depending, I would have went because um, everybody. On the list, I would want to see except for the two R&B motherfuckers. Okay. So, um, now, this is... I'm 97, 98, yeah. 
so I'm I'm guessing the way it goes down. I'm guessing Buster didn't have a set. Mm, I'm thinking. What? Yeah. I'm thinking think. Buster was just rhyming. He he came in and did a did a quick where eyes can see. And did his verse from the 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 Flaming Air remix mm, scenario, so, yeah. And then just and just bounce. Um, this is pre. I want to say this is pre Confessions. Yes. So yes, Usher, prob Usher probably opened. Mm -hmm. I he, agree. He probably opened. Um, um, we we know for a damn fact that C's is only there to do Crush on You. <laughs> He's only there to do crush on you. Didn't see he's have an album? Yeah. Oh, I've never heard it before. Listen, li listen, um, everyone that's listening, including um, Kyle. Mm -hmm. The C's album is dope. Stop. Are you serious? The C's album. I promise is you, I've never dope. heard it. I, I just, it just clicked in my head just now when I asked you. I had no idea he had the, an album. The C's album probably has. The worst album cover in the history of album covers. Wasn't it like? But I, mean, I can't remember. I can't remember the wonder, the wonderful world of Caesar Leo. <laughs> just the title alone. Listen, that just just a quick aside. All you guys yeah. listening, um, if you can put that album. If you can, if you lived mm -hmm. the hip hop that came out in 96, 97, like right, right, right when Big was big in and then after, a little bit after he passed, all that shit that was going on around that time. Mm -hmm. If you lived it, you will enjoy the hell out of this okay. album. This okay. album has zero business being this good. Wow. It has no <laughs> fucking business. And the last thing I'm going to tell you about. Mm -hmm. Who's on his album? He has Buster Rhymes on the album. Puff is on the album. Redman's on the album. Kelly mm. Price is on the album. Lil' Kim's on the album. He has a Jay-Z feature. Total's on the album. 112 is on the album. Mm. <laughs> it has no business being as good as it is. Wow. <laughs> Who knew? No one. <laughs> and if you look at that album cover, you will not want to listen to it. Anyway, okay. Anyway, anyway, anyway. We'll talk about that at a later date. All right. So, Lucy's is only there to do Crush on You with Kim and um, the, the his uh, the player's anthem. Uh, yeah, player's anthem first. Mm -hmm. So, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a joint. Um, Jay-Z is obviously the cold headliner. He's coming out mm. right before Puff. Right before Puff, right. He's coming out right before Puff. They would have that no other way. Foxy is, I'm guessing, it's going to go Usher, Foxy, to keep her far away from Lil' Kim. <laughs> And I think it goes Usher, Foxy, 
fucking Buster does his little whatever he does. Mm-hmm. Locks. Okay. Locks do that. Get they're not gonna be out there for long. No, no, not at all. Then they're gonna mellow it out with 112. Okay. I'm rocking. Lil Kim and C is gonna do do their little thing. Then Mace is gonna come out. Mm. Unless they then put Lil Kim and C's out there. Then Kim does her verse. Then Jay-Z does his verse that he did on her album. Mm-hmm. Which brings out them, and then Mace doesn't really get a full set. He's a part of the puff shit. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's how I'm. That's 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 how I'm. I'm rolling. It. I'm rolling. No, no, that's that's actually pretty good. I think. Um, and I, I think it goes without saying, Kid Capri probably starts it all off warming the crowd up. He's not. Yeah, Kid Capri is the the, the DJ, the yeah. host. Exactly. He's 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 the one that's saying, "Yo, coming up next," <laughs> and he's 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 getting the crowd hyped while they taking the set down and putting and getting the other right, people right. ready. He's scratching doing out. That's what he's doing. Yeah, he, he's, they're he's, not even gonna let him do one verse off the Apollo. <laughs> None for anyone that remembers that song. Yeah, I re- I remember this tour. I remember this this tour was pretty big. It was obviously coming on the heels of uh, the death of Biggie and everything. Um, nah, I'm I'm with you on that one, man. I think uh, <laughs> interesting. You you said you speak about uh, Kim and Foxy, um, you know, a collaboration album, you know, that never that probably should have happened, but never happened between the two of them. They could still um, sell right now. Yeah. Oh, no question. No oh. question. Um, Puff is definitely closing out the show, and he's probably closing it out with "I'll be missing you" at the time. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I know, right? The next tour that I have written down, uh, 1999, and I know you'd be at this one, 1999's Hard Knock Life Tour. Uh, Jay-Z featuring DMX, Redman, and Method Man. This is another one I missed, E. I really wish I'd gotten to see this one. Well, we know how this one went. Anyone who mm-hmm. saw, uh, what was it, Backstage? Backstage, Backstage, yes, sir. So we know how this went. I mean, and as far as the the lineup, the lineup went the way it should have based on what was going on. Personally, I would have enjoyed the openers the most. Mm-hmm. And red I could have left. <laughs> red and meth open. I could have left after red and meth personally. Um, uh, controversial moment. Uh-oh. Um, and feel free to usher me out of the paint anytime you wish everyone is listening. But um, here you go. Damn, Max is just like, oh, blasphemy. Let me explain why I say that. Go ahead. Because DMX, which I really like, so I like the hits mm-hmm. I like the singles mm-hmm. Get At Me Dog is incredible mm-hmm. Stop Being Greedy is a monster niggas have started something that's ridiculous mm-hmm. how's it going down love it now I love that song Rough Riders Anthem 
No. See, here's the thing. Here's my thing with uh, DMX. I can't listen to that a lot. Back to back to back to back. I can't. I can't ground. And when DMX was the shit to me was when he was the first or the last person on a feature when you hit the the hook and then you hit the ground. Oh, here comes DMX. He's about to kill it. Mm. Oh, here he comes. But a whole song. I can't. The what was the 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 love for me? Shut up. And so, mm. but this is the same thing that I felt for Buster Rhymes after the coming. The coming, incredible piece of work. Right. But then he didn't rap like that anymore after that album. And I I can't I can't just listen to him. I can't just sit and be like, all right, next song, next song. My ears will bleed. Mm. But um, but but DMX, who, including this hard knock life tour, was bigger than Jay Z. He was. Jay Z. Only reason why Jay Z headlined this thing was because he's his name was Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, to be honest, I there were some shows, quite a few shows, where he did. Well, Jay Z was the headline, but he did not close out the show. He it, because. It, they knew. <laughs> no, listen, DMX was a whirlwind. But see, here's my other thing. And then I'm going to shut up about um, DMX. Mm-hmm. After, because he dropped those two albums in the same year. Same year. After that, he had like three dope songs. <laughs> you will not be smirch Earl Simmons. In my presence, he had the what he had the what these bitches want. I didn't like that. I'm, I'm telling you what he had. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to like him because he had party up. I don't like that song. Right, right. Fair he had the, what's my name? Yes. And who we be? I like that song. Yes. Get it on the floor. Come on now. Absolutely not. I you, get it. You, I will leave leave that where it is. I am not <laughs> get away from the floor. And I, I guess an ex gonna give it to you. I don't like that. Song. Yeah, I don't like that song. Yeah. So I, but I, but I think I, I'm pretty sure. Like I said, in in 1999, you're going to this concert, even if you leave after the after the opening act, which was Red and Meth. Um, I'm gonna tell. I'm a, I, I, another thing, real quick. Mm-hmm. For no, go ahead, go ahead. I good. find it. I find it disrespectful and borderline a crime that the average person cannot find or view backstage. You know, backstage what? and the show. Yeah. If you didn't see them when they came out, you it's gonna be hard for you to watch them. You you know what? I'm fortunate because I have both of them on DVD. I, I got them too. It's just I, I, I don't I, have a DVD I, player anymore. But well, see, that's what I was about to say. I ripped them, <laughs> so I I can stream them. I have the the actual video. I can just watch it on my TV or mm-hmm. on a computer or on my phone because I ripped I ripped the blue the the DVD to my computer. Okay, but the average person can't, can't see um uh my man getting tease because blinky blink uh <laughs> beat him up i'm just you know oh when it was shitting on dj clue yeah oh man they, they did clue so bad man uh fucking um 
uh, Benny Siegel going around snuffing people. That was hilarious. Uh, anyway. it, it, it was like you said that that uh, that that movie and the show. Yeah, they're they're not on streaming services. Uh, you won't find them on YouTube. Like you said, if you, if you don't have them, and if you haven't seen you know the Hard Knock Life show backstage, you'll probably never see it. <laughs> I don't know unless you go to Jay Z's house. Like I don't know how you can get your hands on it. And it, it's funny you mentioned that because it wasn't until maybe about a year ago I went. I was like, you know what, man, I want to watch it. And I and I you know have the DVDs, but I just I don't have a DVD player. So I was like, let me see. And I was like. Let me just right. find it. You got a um um uh, Xbox or a PlayStation there. There you go. Boom. Oh. Aha. Aha. I didn't even think about that. See? Uh, okay. Okay. So there you go, folks. You learn something new every single day. This tour in particular grossed 18 million, which in 1999 was a lot of money. Um, and Jay-Z talked about it. He talked about how he couldn't come on after DMX. My fondest memory of DMX uh, is he, he improved my stage show. So X is about to go on, and I'm like, you know, I want to see. I got like X a is little, before you. Yes. X is going before yep. me. The lights are up. He goes. <laughs> and now the, 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 the arena is shaking. And I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> and it's doom, doom. And then he goes. <laughs> and the fucking music goes. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> he was just like, the dude was killing it. He was just well, killing it. Because as much as Kyle loves Jay-Z, um, <laughs> the, fact of, the fact of the matter is we'll he, <laughs> he's not a performer. <sighs> Jay, I, and I've seen Jay-Z in concert. He, he, you're not like you're there for the songs. Right. But as far as like the experience, like it's, it doesn't like overwhelm you or blow you away. Like we, we mentioned, and obviously they're not the same type of performance, but you would get more from Hammer in his concert than you would from Jay-Z in his concert. And I know, again, I know they're two different shows. Well, you no, get it, more from, from Red and Meth. Oh, ooh. So much energy between yeah. Red and Meth. I mean, he's not a big fan of DMX, you know, performing, but DMX show as well. No, de- definitely DMX. Yeah, definitely I, I didn't DMX. even want to. I ain't even want to mention that. I mean, we, we, <laughs> we put it like this: you'd be hard pressed to see Jay Z sweat, right, when he performs. Never. I, Mace is going to give you a better show. Wow, I agree. I see. Mace is going to dance. He's going. Mm-hmm. He's going to do some shit. Nah, you know. Yeah. I mean, all of yeah. now Jay Z is going to have the more popular songs than all of, of them, but he's not going to give you a better show than. Shit, shit, Kale might give you a better show. <laughs> oh man! So the next tour I have, nineteen eighty-eight. Time to set them straight. Bring the noise tour. E. Public mm-hmm. Enemy, Ice T, Easy E, N.W.A., 
and Eric and Parrish Millennium Ducats EPMD. Man, listen, that is a toy that I didn't get a chance to see. I would have loved to have seen, if uh, for no other reason, just to see Public Enemy. We'll see. I, you know, you know what I'm gonna say. Go ahead and say what you're gonna say. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to see EPMD. Right, right, right. I, people, it is it is criminal how overlooked and underrated EPMD is. But um, this one's easy. Ice T clearly opened. Oh, no question. Then they had EPMD. Mm-hmm. And then NWA Easy E, they together. And then mm-hmm. Public Enemy uh, brought it home. Um, I. <laughs> That that is that is incredible. But this is also back when you could have this type of thing because on the outside, mm-hmm. this is two West Coast acts mm-hmm. and two East Coast acts, mm-hmm. and they don't sound similar in no way. No. Even the two West Coast acts don't sound the same. <laughs> the two West Coast acts don't sound the same. The two East Coast acts don't sound the same. Nope. So all together, you are getting your money's worth, and you, depending on what side of the fence you're on, or you you like, because back then, saying '88, everyone that's listening, in '88, everyone liked everything. Oh, no question. And that's why people could tour like this because everybody went, no, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, let's go get this money. Right. It wasn't like, oh, well, they, they beefing with them. They don't really like them. <laughs> or their fans is not going to be mixing well with their fans. Mm-hmm. No, it's not like, even no. close. It's not the show. And we yeah. want to hear all of this. So um, this, I, I, the, the only thing that could have... If you put like LL in it, <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, we, oh, bro, we we still got we we got more to go. We still no, got more to go. With this lineup, I don't but know what else you could do. You, you are one step ahead of me because the next tour that we're going to talk about, the Nitro World Tour from 1989 this, to 1990. Of course you do. That's why I said hold your horses. But for the for those who don't know, on this tour, LL Cool J, Public Enemy. Easy E and NWA, Big Daddy Kane, mm-hmm. Too Short, EPMD, Slick Rick, De La Soul, Mm-mm-mm-mm. and Special Ed. Mm-mm-mm. Bruh, there's no way that I could have gone to this. If I had gone to this show, I might have just passed out. <laughs> yeah. This was everything. This was the tour that i mean and and don't get me wrong everybody all the tours that i've mentioned so far are tours that i would have wanted to have seen but this one right here 89 90 and, so, and again and, go ahead go ahead and everybody listen to this the cool thing about these tours was you would you would have your core members of the tour and then depending on where the tour stopped, you get special guests. Mm-hmm. So, like, Too Short, if you're going to see it in Atlanta, you're not going to get Too Short. But when they hit Oakland, all oh, Too Short right. will come out. And you don't, you don't know. 
or you don't know or that's on that poster but then mm -hmm. when they go when they go to texas then all of a sudden the ghetto voices you know <laughs> it's 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 crazy but to have so you got ll so then we have ll epmd you're gonna get rampage mm. and then you got you got public enemy and epmd you got slick De La Soul, when I tell you that you get your money's worth Thanks. and you can hear so many different styles and get so many different experiences, like when we were talking about a performance, mm -hmm. LL is going to give you a performance. Right. Public Enemy is going to give you a performance just on the strength of Flav. Facts. Then... Kane is going to give you a performance that's totally different from those two. Because mm -hmm. he's going to be dancing and slip sliding. <laughs> and then EPMD, is just, they're not going to give you a super performance except for their background dancers. They're just going to give you straight B-Boy walking across the stage. But the songs are so dope. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Same thing with De La Soul. De La Soul got some dancers, but you're going to hear music that don't sound like anything else that came before it or next up right oh man this is a special ed special ed on, definitely man. opened by the way yeah i was about to ask you how <laughs> how, how, you, how is this like because i'm interested to to hear and if you need to write it down write it down but i know you pre you're pretty familiar with because i think you posted this on your instagram or yeah the, po the, the poster yeah, yeah the poster um, ll um so again we got ll featuring public enemy yeah. Easy E and NWA, mm -hmm. Big Daddy Kane, Too Short, EPMD, Slick Rick, De La Soul, and Special Ed. Special Ed definitely opened. Yes. The Magnificent. Yeah. With the sensational style. <laughs> um, and so then, matter of fact, I'm going to take it back. Well, okay. it, depends, it depends on where they are. Because if they're in Cali... Too short opened. If they're mm, not Cali, special air opened. Smart, smart. I agree. So, um, either way you cut it, now got to work backwards. LL obviously is ending the joint. Oh, no question. He's the headliner. And then they probably will let EPMD get a couple of songs off just so they can dial in the Rampage. Because okay. they're going to have to do Rampage, but they're not going to bring LL out before. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? So they got it. Either they were going to do, EPMD was going to go early, then when LL come out, he brings them back out, but that wouldn't make sense because they already performed. They're probably ready to chill back in the backstage. So I'm going to say, and I, because of so many people on here, EPMD is probably only getting like two songs. They're mm. probably only getting like two. They're probably getting. They're probably getting. You got to chill off, and a medley of uh, your customer and strictly business. Boom! Hit rampage. LL come out, and EPMD disappears. Okay. So, <laughs> um, before then, for so that would be like the built-in cool down so then public enemy would be kind of the co-headliner um 
and then Slick Rick before them. De La Soul is definitely De La Soul is going after the opener. Okay. De La Soul is going after the opener. So if it's if, whether it's special ed or Detroit, Detroit, right? Then De La Soul is coming out, and then whoever the other one is, mm. because De La Soul they probably only give De La Soul. They're gonna get me myself an eye out. And they don't have anybody else to do buddy or anything. So so it, they're probably just gonna get me myself an eye out. Maybe a quick mentally apologize and alarm plug tune in. They out. They go. <laughs> um and so then Kane. Yes, I agree. And he's gonna get his shit off. He's gonna dance, scoop, scrap, gonna pick him up. Easy NWA right there in the middle so they can do some shit and get the fuck on before they get arrested. <laughs> and they might. Yeah. Nah, that's 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 how I, that's how I see, it, see it happening. But okay. man, what did you did you have Slick Rick on there? Yeah, Slick okay. Slick okay. Rick is um right um before Kane. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. No, that makes sense. That makes sense because at the time Great Adventures was out. Yeah. yeah, but see, you gotta see that, and, and see that's the thing. When you have so many acts, mm-hmm. even though Great Adventures is Great Adventures, he's only getting children's story off, yeah, and part of and and part of like Lottie Dottie, Lottie Dottie, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's so many people you get you you gonna get a couple of joints off, and then hey, everybody, thank you. Let's let's hear one more time for. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing you got to keep in mind, folks, as you're listening to us talk about this, because particularly when you're talking about a show like this with a lot of acts, this might be a two-hour show, maybe depending on where they are and what the venue is and what the situation is. Because again, you know, this was right around the time this this particular concert towards eighty-nine and ninety, you know promoters were just feeling you know comfortable enough to book rap tours like it that wasn't something that wasn't automatic and it was certain venues that they couldn't play they just you know they weren't you know they didn't know how people would react which was crazy but you know um, nobody got killed nobody got hurt and these aren't the um five hour festival days like you guys have now with (laughs) with um if this if this if this particular tour was going on now, it would be, um, LL's coming out later, but Special Ed and Daylight are on that stage, and then Slick Rick and Kane are on that stage, and then EPMD is coming out later, and then uh, EZ and NWA are on that stage, and then Public Enemy, they would be on different stages performing at the same time, and because what they would do. They would separate them out and say, like, well, I really only fuck with the 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 De La Soul type shit. So like, well, I'm just gonna go over there and watch them and then I'm gonna bounce. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But yeah, these days it's like, no, we 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 trying to get get as much stuff off as we can. <laughs> so Thanks. unless you LL, LL's gonna get about five, five songs, but everybody else, you're gonna do a medley, you're gonna do your hit, and you out. Right. Yeah, that that's and that's important to, to know because it's like and it goes back to something you said earlier, like it, I, at least from what we know, there was not a lot of ego. Everybody appeared to get along pretty good. And, you know, if you listen to like some of the acts that I've mentioned, 
these are repeated acts so like they're constantly going on tour you know so ll and public enemy might have been on tour for all we know the better part of two or three years so you know that there has to be some type of you know kinship or continuity or whatever like there ain't no beef ain't no you know easy's from west coast we don't like him you know it wasn't none of that stuff man. yeah like these people were friends like right. they like it's it's a different type of kinship and, and fellowship that happened when you are in the beginning of hip-hop when mm -hmm. when hip-hop is was like these people came up together you know mm -hmm. they were like all the experiences are the same so when you put them on a tour they might they might have just met each other but they're talking they're like oh this is great <laughs> man, right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm with somebody one that i like listening to because everybody used to listen to everybody too and right. so facts say that um, again say that again like like um uh king t's act the fool song it's a story mm -hmm. he's like um he the story he's driving and he had a he put in his tape of uh knee deep by parliament and the tape mm -hmm. messed up he said it was the old tape anyway there ain't no thing pulled it out and slapped in dana dane so <laughs> king t's on his debut album saying man i threw, I threw on dana dane because they all listen to each other. They liked each other. Because mm -hmm. think about it. These MCs and artists are still people. They're humans. Mm -hmm. So when they're chilling or when they got people over, they're not just going to play them. Right. <laughs> they they want to hear what's dope. And, and they want to party and then mm -hmm. listen to music too. So they listen to these people. And then when they listen, like they're, they're dope. And then you get to meet them and you hang out and that's that's how things are instead of fast forward to now where i don't even like that month i don't man i don't, I don't even know him yeah i don't <laughs> even know him i don't like i don't like him i don't listen to his stuff he ain't no good I'm like, but you secretly got like all this shit. But, right but you can't you can't be seen liking shit. you can you can't even you can't be seen doing anything that brings you joy anymore. You can't eat a hot dog. You can't. You no can't, smiling. No more smiling. You can't eat a banana. You can't, you can't smile. You can't do shit that brings you joy and let other people see it. Because people are like, oh man, look at this smiley motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. I just won the lottery. So <laughs> are you so happy about it? Like, all right, man. Damn. Right. Right. These these tours were great. And and like again, I mentioned earlier, I just wish that I had gotten a chance to see some of them. Um this is a great place to put a bow on this particular episode of the 12 Kyle podcast. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You don't want us to leave, but hey, like I said, this is part one of a two-part episode. Be sure to come back next week for the concluding episode. That's going to do it for us. So for my man, Eclectic, I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys next time. 5G.